my God, you want to talk about Welcome back to another episode of The Dotted Line with your girl, Lacey. We're in the second season. I got my girl, Jenna, with me. She came through on the first season, so I'm definitely super glad to have you back. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about, like, the perceptions, truth, myths about being mixed, right? Um, I feel like, obviously, I can't relate because I'm full black, right? (laughs) I'm not mixed with anything except black and black. Yes. But... I feel like being mixed, just because I have like a lot of mixed friends, I have mixed um, niece and nephews and stuff like that. Like, I really don't understand their perception. And like, I remember when I was younger, it was like a thing of, you know, the darker black guys, they wanted a yellow bone or they wanted a mixed girl, right? And that was like the high topic, right? They was not trying to fool with nobody full of black. Right. And I think that kind of... Um, thinking kind of had me change like how I thought about mixed people right Mm -hmm. like I always kind of thought they thought they were better than me or like you know creme la creme like (laughs) you just the you know the pick of the litter type of thing Mm -hmm. and then as I've gotten older like I've kind of realized that like maybe I have a little I had a little bit of colorism like Mm -hmm. maybe right Mm -hmm. subconsciously yeah and then just kind of trying to learn the perspective and be like okay like what's so different? Like how do, what do you experience? Right. Right. Like, as opposed to me, we're both considered black women, Mm -hmm. but like your experience may be a little bit different than mine because you are mixed. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to kind of educate myself and kind of pull back some layers of like that perception and your reality really of, of being mixed. So first off, what are you mixed with? So, um, this really shouldn't be a hard question, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why it is a little bit. So okay. I was raised to believe that I was white and Hispanic. Okay. My mother was half German, half Italian. Okay. And the man that I knew to be my father was Hispanic. Um so, you know, whatever. I'm from a little, little bitty island, right? Well, uh, what? Y'all the island, you forgot. So, you make it seem like you're from, like, the, the island. We, okay, well, whatever. It's still an Texas. island. Yes, Texas. Okay, y'all, it's an <laughs> island to be specific, but whatever. Um, so when I was younger, like, it's so small that everybody knows everybody, right? Like, a really small community. That's more so what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, like, people used to always tell me I was black. Imagine just being like single digit ages, right? Like eight years old. And like your teacher is like, no, you're black. And like, you don't know this to be true. No one around you is black. Like, why would you think that you're black? Like what if like- your skin tone? Is that what she was going back to? Yes, just like, okay. okay. So come to find out, fast forward, I am actually my mother. That was my mother, yes. So she is uh, Italian and German. And my father is black. Uh, like my black. Yeah. Okay. So I've never actually seen him. So I don't know okay. like, color wise, okay. but as far as like race, yes, African American. Um, I did not find that out until 
I was probably 15. Oh, wow. Um, I got pregnant. Right. <laughs> I got pregnant and it was a whole situation. Right. And then um, I was going to have an abortion. Okay. And I was a little on the fence about life with it. And it was kind of, I don't want to say I was being forced, but a little strong armed by my father. Mm-hmm. And um, I talked to my sister. She, we have the same mom, different dads. And um, she's a lot older than me. So anyways, I was talking, I'm a hot mess, whatever. Uh, and she was, she just kind of, well, that's not your real dad anyway. So he can't make that decision. Ooh. <laughs> that was how that came out. I was like, what, <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> so uh, I haven't like super went down the rabbit hole, but I know mm-hmm. my father already passed, like my biological father. Um, I know he passed, he passed. I want to say like right after my mom passed. I oh, can't wow. remember. Also from guys, I've never seen what he looks like. Like I don't know anything other than his name. Um, and I met my uncle once and I met him and I like introduced myself because I met him like at a gas station. That's a, a whole, gas station. that's a whole nother episode. Ooh. But anyway, so my so, <laughs> I met him and he was like, are you my niece? Cause it wasn't like a, we had talked and this is where we were going to meet. We like ran into each other. Oh, okay. okay. So, uh, I just. I don't know. You can call God. You can just, you know, just had a feeling, whatever. So I introduced myself and he was like, are you my niece? That was his response to me. And I was like, I think so. Like, I don't know. Anyways. So I gave him my name and number because he told me I had siblings and like, I would like to get to know them and so on and so forth. Never heard from him again. And I was like, okay, well, fuck y'all. So, and I just never. And never did. So let me ask this. What is, like, how do you, being a mixed person, what is appropriate to approach you with that? Because I know we talked about this before. Like, it's not something that you just come up to somebody and say, hey, what are you mixed with? Like, that's rude. But do you prefer to be called mixed, biracial? Like, what is appropriate? So mixed or biracial, I am perfectly fine with either of those terms. Okay. As far as, like, um, inquiring what I am mixed with. Right. Uh, it really, honestly, for me, like, I'm not super, um, I am pretty open just in general, like just my personality, mm-hmm. but it kind of depends on a, who you are to me. And what is the reason for this question being asked? Like, is it just genuine curiosity? Like, I don't really mind. I don't think personally that I have like some exotic look that makes you like inquire or want to know, like if I mix with something that's not more common for like our area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different if you are trying to approach me in like a, you want to like shoot your shot and you want to know those kind of, it just depends on the reasoning behind it. But just asking like, even if you just give the preface of like, can I ask you a personal question? Can I, like, do you mind, like, as long as you give some type of, um, like, a respect factor, like, you already know that this is kind of a question, like a, just a taboo kind of question. Mm -hmm. If you just put it out there, like, hey, I would like to ask you a question like that. Are you okay with it? If the person gives the okay, then Mm -hmm. they open the door for you to ask them however you ask them at that point. Right. The only one that I ever have taken offense to is, um, don't ask me, like, what are you? Yeah, like that's just a piss poor way to ask that question. I think that's anything because, like, if you come to like a person that's like even transgender, right? Say like, what are you? People are like, the fuck? Like, why would you come? Yes, like, Like, why would? So I think that's any Mm -hmm. person, like whether you're male, female, you know, transgender, black, white, whatever. Like, if you come to somebody and say, "What are you?" Like, what what do you mean, an alien? Like, what am I? (laughs) Like. So that is true because I, I would definitely get offended if somebody came to me and said, you know, like, what are you? What are you, you know, like that just mm-hmm. like you don't know me like that. So right. 
what's the the biggest misconception about being mixed, right? Like the, so the new, okay. So first to touch on what you said earlier about um, thinking you had like some colorism back there, subconsciously not knowing Mm -hmm. that honestly, not even to just get like super deep, but that like stems from like slavery days because baby, I was in the house and you was in the field. Okay. Hello. <laughs> I was true. I was in the house and I had like the better jobs, quote unquote. Right. Like I was in here not having to do the hard labor that a darker skin's home slave was mm-hmm. having to do. So that's where it really honestly in my heart stems from. That already builds the not the gap, but that already puts the wedge between us and we're the same, like we fight in the same fight. Right. <laughs> and it puts that wedge, and I think it's honestly carried into our generation now because you still see it. Like you still see it. Right. Um, but I think another common misconception is um, this whole, I don't want to say it's a trend. It's not a trend. That's, that's not a good way to put it, but people are becoming much more comfortable with like natural hair. Yes. And stuff of that nature. And the perception is mixed people have good hair, but let me tell you about Ooh, this see. hair. First of all, I have our heads. Some, I have seen some, mixed people that quote unquote they may not have the good hair so I don't think that's a good thing to say mixed people have good hair because it really depends on genes yes you have some people that are mixed with black and white and they look more black than they do mixed and then you have some people that are mixed that look more like I guess have the mixed type of hair if you if you will yes so I, I do think that's a bad misconception it really is because the other first of all I don't think there's good hair or bad hair. Mm-hmm. It's just different grades of hair. Correct. And also, if you don't know how to take care of your hair, whatever your hair regimen needs to be, like on yes. in, in any ethnicity, whatever it needs to be. I know typically like white people, like they always talk about like their hair gets really oily and they use like dry shampoo and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would never be able to use dry shampoo in my hair personally. Like that wouldn't work for my hair. Right. But if you don't know how to take care of your hair, it doesn't matter if you have a quote unquote good grade or whatever they like classify as that. Like it's still going to look like a rat's nest because you don't know what you're doing (laughs) and you're not taking care of it. So I hate that misconception of that. Like that's a true one and all people would always say it. And I'm like, but I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing with this shit on my head right now. (laughs) But you know what though? I think the whole good versus bad hair, like you said, that was a thing that like, people would say back in the day to make you feel like even me being black. Like I remember when I was younger, I got perms. Yeah. So my hair was always straight. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have like straight hair, then I would have like braids or something like that. But I always had straight hair. So for the longest time, I thought the whole beauty standard was contingent on my hair being straight. So now that I have a daughter, she's eight and she's never had a perm. Mm -hmm. And I really don't get her hair flatter, whether I do it or take her to somebody because Mm -hmm. I don't want her to feel like, I have to have my hair straight to be pretty. Yes. She has gorgeous hair down to her damn near ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Curly, beautiful hair. And mm-hmm. I want her to feel okay with her hair being curly, not yes. being straight. Yes. If we do do straight, it may be something like, hey, you need your split ends cut. And yes. it's just like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
I do think that is one of those things, like you kind of said, going back to slavery, going back to, you know, I do kind of think it is a trend with the natural hair. I'm going to say, I do think it is. Mm-hmm. It's a trend that I'm like on, like I, I haven't got a perm in mm-hmm. type of chemical since I've been married. So that's almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I do wear my hair curly, I wear it straight, braids, whatever, uh-huh. like just whatever I'm feeling. But I do feel like a lot more people are starting to kind of convert over to the natural, mm-hmm. right? Because it is healthier for your hair. Mm-hmm. And then you can do different styles and things like that, protective styles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I definitely think that's true. What's another misconception about being biracial or mixed? I I think it just depends. <laughs> I think it depends on uh, depending on what you're mixed with, mm-hmm. right? I think it depends on which way you, uh, I guess, like resonate more with. Like traditionally, most people, at least in my experience, mm-hmm. you're going to be more, I don't want to say like affiliated, but like you'll just uh, attach yourself, yes, yeah. like more to one versus the other for whatever reason, at least in, in my experience with people that I know and stuff like that, mm-hmm. whether it was um, your parents split and the, the parent that raised you was of that race, right? like you gravitate to that or whatever, right. or like culture or just whatever the case is. But um, I think, <laughs> I feel like sometimes people think we just like, almost like try to fit in or like want to fit in. Mm. And it's like, we're really... It's, it's a very complicated feeling, especially if you kind of don't know how you identify yourself mm-hmm, very well at, mm-hmm. at that moment. So you don't know, like, it's the old saying of I'm too white for the black people and I'm too black for the white people. Yeah. That's a real thing. So us like trying too hard or like trying to fit in. Um, so like, I love Houston rap, old school Houston rap, not this new age Travis Scott shit. <laughs> I love Pimp C, Bum B, Fat Pat. Okay, like that's what I love. Like I love that, right? Okay. But like I have a very proper way of speaking. So you see me like pull up, right? Like listening to that and like, don't get me wrong, because baby, one shot in, James comes out and I'm a rapper, full blown. Like yeah, I think sure. I am, I should have been a part of like the screwed up clicks I'm playing, okay? So, anyways, <laughs> um, People are just so quick to like side eye you. Not now that I'm adult. I'm talking like when I'm younger and still kind right. of finding myself. But um, so quick to just like side eye you. Like what? I I vividly remember we were at a good friend's house, and this was not that long ago. Within the last five years, easily mm-hmm. somebody then gave me the ox, and we're drinking. It's like a little a little kickback. It's probably like it's probably like ten of us. We're at Miles' house. Okay. And there was a guy that was there. I don't know him. I guess he was a friend of a friend that came or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they gave me the ox. Okay, baby. If we're drinking. I just want y'all to know we're going to Houston in like the 90s, like 100% early yeah. 2000s. Like that's where we're going. So I started playing some like old school rap and like this guy's like, who's got the ox or whatever, right? Mine just Bluetooth, but whatever. So I'm just like <laughs> on my phone, like playing DJ, right? And he's like, he realizes it's me and gives me this long spiel about like, I would have never imagined like you to listen to this kind of music, like what you know about that. Granted, it was in like a friendly way. It was like no animosity. Right. But his natural response was, I should know about that. Like, I should know that music. Just I should be listening off to that of, music. Like, looking at you. Yes, 100%. Because yeah. I have never met this man before. And of course, you're not me. <laughs> I read him his rights real quick because it's me. And I'm just like, I hate when people assume that about me Mm -hmm. and it's so many just assumptions across the board Mm -hmm. just solely by looking at a biracial person yeah because 
I look, obviously, if you look at me, you'll know that there's black somewhere in there, most yeah. likely, like, most likely, right? Mm-hmm. But there's some biracial women mm-hmm. that are much more fair skinned than me. Mm-hmm. And might not, you might like kind of side eye a little bit, like maybe she has some black in her, but not 100%. Right. And like, if someone sees her with like braids or like faux locks or anything like that, they're instantly gonna be like, and she's perpetrating. But like, Damn. you don't fucking know these people. Like, you don't right. know. Like, just because you're looking at someone, think of something like, um, like, I don't know if it's the proper term, so I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but like an albino, mm-hmm. how they are extremely fair-skinned. Right. But you don't know if they're black or You white. don't fucking know what their race is. So they have every right to like, people just want to say that. And I'm not saying that there's not 100% proof in like culture misappropriation and people trying to take stuff that was like, more specific to one particular race. Mm-hmm. But y'all do it when it's not a time and a place. It's different from like Kim Kardashian wearing braids. Okay, that's different. Like right. you just see Joe Blow down the street and you just instantly go to that like angry place or just that side eye, just that, hmm, like she ain't got no business doing that. Right, right. And from now, like, okay, so BBLs are like a really like, that's, that's popping right now, right? And that's across the board. Yeah. But... For the most part, honestly, Brazilians and black people were the ones with dragging a wagon. Okay, that wasn't across. That was all. That was not like from a a mass just generalization of the entire. They were known. Black people were known for having asses, and they got humiliated and made them feel like shit because they have asses. And yes. then years later, now everybody want to ask. And everybody like, want to ask and like lip fillers, all yes, the stuff that all the stuff we got yes. made fun of. Yes. I remember even getting like made fun of in school for having big lips too mm-hmm. and a big nose mm-hmm. right and I was like oh my gosh like I it just that's those black you know features when Beyonce says she wants her, her man with a you know Jackson 5 nostril yeah. right like uh-huh. yeah <laughs> those things like you get made fun of people like that's that's popular now yeah so that is that that's that's very like frustrating to like people like you said in the beginning people coming up to you asking you what you are what's this like or listening to a certain type of music and you're like, wait a minute, like, why does that even matter? Like, mm-hmm. can't you just get to know me for me? Yeah. Or ask me, may, even maybe ask me some background questions, like where I'm from, like something like that to kind of at least get to know me before you start making these assumptions based off yes. of what kind of, because I get that too. I'm like total 90s, like, you know, sync, you know, yeah, yeah. Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears. Come and on. if I sit up here and base that, like cleaning up the house or something like that, or like I'm basing it in my car and I drive up somewhere. People look at me like, oh, why is yeah. she Britney Spears? Girl, <laughs> come on, Britney Free. Yes. I'm so glad my girl free. That's a, okay. whole, nother, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. Whole nother but I'm just saying, like you just get judged because you're black or I'm yeah. black. I'm supposed to be listening to rap music mm-hmm. and you're mixed. And maybe you're supposed to be listening to Britney Spears, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to listen to old school Houston rap or whatever. You know what another misconception is? Yes. Dark women instantly are associated with being ratchet. But I am. But yeah, yeah I mean, maybe a bad example coming at you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like just the generalization. It is. Or and, you're angry. Yes. The angry and black woman, right? When they say those words, they're not talking about someone that looks like me. They're not. They're, they're talking, talking about someone that looks, looks like, like you. Yes. I've even heard it so bad. I remember having a conversation with like 
people some years ago and we talked about like preferences as far as like what they like dating right mm-hmm. like I'm attracted to light-skinned black men mm-hmm. right that's been pretty much my dating history mm-hmm. I have dated you know dark-skinned black men and stuff like that even mm-hmm. like Hispanics and stuff like that but that's my preference mm-hmm. and the conversation was it was two black dudes and they were like I don't like dating black women because they're angry and they have attitudes mm-hmm. now I immediately got pissed because I'm like, I'm not angry. I don't have an attitude. But then I started thinking, well, your mom is black, mm-hmm. right? This is your mama yeah. who birthed you. So like, why are you thinking that? I think it's a way to say it. You can have a preference. Like I have a preference, but you don't have to make it seem like I don't date this type of person because this personality is is prevalent or i've seen black women they act like this like not every black woman is angry right Mm -hmm. yeah and even if they are angry like they probably have a reason to be angry Mm -hmm. and it doesn't need to be like this negative character flaw that you're attaching to black women Mm -hmm. so i definitely like that 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 grinds my gears for sure Mm -hmm. when people say that any other misconceptions about being mixed i think it's just the it's not, I mean, it, it, it falls with being mixed, but it's more so just speaking to being light-skinned. Yeah. Um, that we just uh, have it easier, honestly, in any capacity, in a lot of capacities. And that is genuinely not the case because that just goes back to like old school. Whether you got a drop of black or whether you're full-fledged black, yeah. they still see black. So if it's in a situation where we would be treated different, because we're black in any capacity, whether it's dealing with like the police or just in whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, yeah. they're still gonna see black, at least with me, because obviously I look black. So yeah. they affiliate with me with black. Um, and it doesn't, like, it doesn't change anything, honestly, wholeheartedly, not even in like the dating scene. So, wait, speaking of dating scene, and I'm gonna say just in general, do you find yourself, Cause I know for me being a black woman mm-hmm. and working in corporate America, like I have to code switch. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So you may hear me sitting up here saying, you know, that's ghetto, that's ratchet, you know, playing my music, twerking or something yes. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when Monday at 6 30 AM comes, mm-hmm. I'm lacy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not going to be affiliated with, you know, yeah. button B, right. Yes. We're, we're talking, Yes. you know, Uh Word documents and emails, right? What are we talking about? Outlook, right? Uh So with that being said, do you feel like any portion of your life, any aspects of it that you have to code switch being biracial? One thousand percent. Okay. So I work for a um, Texas retailer or whatever, and I am at the point in my career where first, I don't see very many women Okay. And where I'm trying to go, there's just okay. not a lot of women uh, right. in any race. Mm-hmm. And I only know two black women, uh, three, three black women out of a three digit number of people for this particular like role and stuff that I'm thinking of or envisioning as far as my career mm-hmm. um, in it. And I, one of them is definitely my mentor and I ask her all the time. So about a year ago, I got placed at a different location. Mm-hmm. And um, it was not, I'm, I'm like from the area, so I'm familiar with that particular city. Mm-hmm. And if I'm just being honest, I was fucking terrified to go there mm-hmm. because I 1000% thought I wouldn't be accepted. It's kind of just, I hate to just say it, but it is what it is. Like, it's pretty well known that like 
No black people live there. Yep. No black people go to their schools. No, like they're just not affiliated. Like they don't have a good representation with black people. Now, granted, that was a long time ago from the, in my lifetime, but a long time ago, as far as the, like different instances that happen and stuff like that. But that shit is scary. Like it really is just from like, they have like a, these really, mind you, we're in Texas. Mm-hmm. For those listeners out there that don't know, um, they have like those really like hiked up trucks and they have like those big flags that hang off the back. And like, I am a grown ass woman. I will be 33 years old in like a week. Yes. And I shit you not, when I see them, I instantly go, have y'all ever seen that movie um, with Matthew McConaughey and Samuel L. Jackson, A Time to Kill? I love that movie. I That's instantly like, like Instantly, my mind goes to that place and I am on like high fucking alert. And I, so when I, when I got placed at that store, there was a campaign, an initiative that my company was doing Mm -hmm. about a month after that. And it was at that month, it was Black History Month. And it was very specific that everything that was happening in America, I mean, I know it happens all the time, but we were kind of at like a, a true height when it was just like, bam, 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 back, back to back to back. So, um, they wanted to try to take some initiative, which I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I had to call my mentor and basically ask, like, do I need to push this initiative or do I just need to kind of like not <laughs> like right. in any capacity, like just keep my head down type of situation. Because of your location, you're kind of scared yes. to be like, do I sit up here and be like I'm black and proud and and, and loud and everything? Or yes. do I just sit up here and kind of like, you know, dumb myself down and kind of not want to be seen because the population is not, yes, you know, indicative of, of my hue and my skin color. The term that she said we talked about was like shrinking myself. So yeah. for those who know me, I'm just a very loud, like outgoing, very friendly in your face, like never met a stranger, talk to a damn wall. Like I'm just like that personally. Yes. And I have never felt the need to like be reserved. And I'm really good at my job. If I wasn't good, like, it would be different if I didn't know what I was talking about. But, like, I'm really good at it. So when I have to, like, be mindful of stuff as far as, like, my approach and stuff like that. And it has absolutely nothing to do with professionalism as much as it has to do with, like, how it be perceived. That is when I really have to, like, take a step back. And so, yes, I definitely have to code switch. And um, quite frankly, it's just very frustrating because, if again... I'm good at my fucking job. So I don't feel like I have to. And I don't lack professionalism just because I'm very loud and like in your face. Like that's just a core value of me. Mm-hmm. But um, I really, I really hate it. And it's just stuff that something as simple as like I had braids a few weeks ago. I know y'all can't really see me, but for those who do get to like see me, I have very short hair, right? Like I cut my <laughs> hair and it's really short. So I had like some like cornrow style braids, right? And like boho, so they're like long. They got all this. Like I got a lot going on. And your girl was bad. Let's be clear. Jenna, but the body was yes. the Okay, yes. let's talk about it. But the reaction that these people gave me, I was like, I have never in my fucking life. And I know it was just because of where I was. And mind you, because they knew it was weave. Like they knew you. But somebody in. asked me, they was like, "How'd your hair get so long?" We're in 2020. Y'all, it's like easily like 16 inches, bro. My hair's probably five inches if I stretch it out. Like, stop <laughs> the madness, please. Like, the shenanigans of it all. But just stuff like that. 
And just, I feel like people don't, more specifically white people, and I hate to just do that, but it's just the reality. They don't feel like they have to have a filter. They can say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I don't like that. And I just went through this whole tangent of, I have to be mindful of what I say, how I say it, stuff like that. And that just don't sit right with me. It just does not. Did, have, you, have you gotten the, like, let me touch your hair? Has anybody ever done that? When I have braids, yes. When I, I like, hated just that. regularly, no. But when I have braids, yes. I don't, and I, the people that I'm like, quote unquote, semi close to. So I work, I have a lot of people that like age wise are, are younger than me. Uh-huh. And um, some of them you could just tell, honestly, truly, they just don't know nothing better. Mm-hmm. And I can't give everyone that benefit of the doubt, but like my little high school babies, I really don't think that they just know better. Mm-hmm. And if they, that's just something that like has to be taught. Mm-hmm. And you would think like common sense, but like a long time ago, this girl I worked with, her name was Sheena. She told me, she said, baby, common sense ain't common. And that has stuck with me for years. It, it's not. it really has. Cause anytime something that I'm just like, why the fuck would you think that's okay? In any, like whatever it is, like even just some of the dumbest shit. Right. And I'm like, Good Lord, they don't know no better, baby, because common sense ain't coming. Yeah, you do have to, like, that's that's any, like, my personal life, work. Like, I literally will be, since I work at home, I will be cussing at the computer, like, ah, like, yeah. why are you asking me this? And it's like, you know what? They don't know any better. That's why they're asking. Like, you literally have to, like, catch yourself. Because, yes. like, my first reaction is, like, what the fuck? Like, why are we even coming like mm-hmm. this or whatever? So do you feel like being mixed, biracial, Mm -hmm. you get treated any differently? It depends on the setting. Okay. But yes. So again, too white for the blacks and too black for the whites. So how does that work? So on your white side, Mm -hmm. if you've been around the family, like, just a common interaction, like you being yourself, your big personality, like, what is that like? I actually don't talk to any of my family. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I, my mother passed in, Mm -hmm. ironically, it's the day after, it's the 20, the day after her 21st anniversary of her passing. Mm -hmm. Um, And when she died, I pretty much killed off my family with her. I have a sister. We probably talk once a year. And she's only like, not even 45 minutes away. She's in Houston. (laughs) Like, she's not far away. We don't talk. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like, uh, I'll say like five cousins close to my age. I went to high school with three of them. So I know they're close to my age. And then I have two more that are a little older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are just like in my like age bracket because I have some that are like way older. But I don't talk to any of them. I have... Three uncles and two aunts. I know one of my aunts passed. She passed when, like, right after my mom. And I know an uncle of mine passed because my sister told me. I have no idea if the other ones are alive, dead, nothing. Mm-hmm. And they're, I'm almost positive they live in Lamarck, which is, like, five minutes away from us. Right. Um, I, in a, in a world where social media can truly keep a family connected, mm-hmm. like, I have no desire to talk to any of y'all I was truly figuratively and literally the black sheep of this family Mm, and I honestly but not my cousins I don't really feel that way about them but like their parents like my aunts and uncles Mm -hmm. I really feel like they're racist Mm. and 
You have a lot of that in mixed in in mixed situations. The family's not for the sister or the dad getting with somebody black. So that is very common. Yeah. So I'm the only person that looks like me. None, Mm -hmm. no one else on my mom's side of the family is mixed at all. Okay. (laughs) At all. They mix white and white. Yeah. yeah, So um, I honestly, I I can remember now in my adult life because you know you're a kid you don't know any better. Mm -hmm. I can remember how they like treated my mom. And mm-hmm. my mom had her faults. Don't get me wrong. Like, she did drugs and shit. So it could have just been for the drugs, but it also could have been because she fucked with black men. Mm-hmm. And all of that just combined was just enough for me to just, like, I have, and this is so toxic in the black community mm-hmm. because y'all just feel like <laughs> we can't cut off family because it's family. Oh, and that's blood is this. No, no. That you were like the anomaly when it comes to that. I yeah. talked to my friends and they think I'm not crazy because these are like my people. They're close to me, but like they just could never. And I'm like, really? I appreciate my chosen family. Like I'm closer to you than anybody that I just listed off. Right. And there is no blood there. Yeah. My chosen family is so much more important to me. Like I would kill for them before I would like be willing to give like my kidney up to like my blood that you know what though I do feel like I'm the anomaly because like I'm pretty sure the friends you're talking about are my cousins by marriage (laughs) (laughs) and I'm telling you something about being a dachshund they ride or die I respect it because I didn't come from that Mm -mm. but I will cut somebody off in a minute minute and not think anything else about it like Especially if there's no accountability. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, and and let me just say this. My husband's family is very family oriented. Always has been. They are each other's best friend. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. one, you know, 12 of them. That's Mm -hmm. just, they all roll deep like that. Yes. And I love, I've grown to love it. At the Mm -hmm. beginning, I didn't. I was like, what the hell is (laughs) wrong with y'all? Like a clan you didn't join. Because I didn't, I didn't grow up like that. I don't have any blood siblings. I'm my mom's only child. My, um, Real dad passed away. I was his only child and I had step siblings. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just different. It like, it's like, different. you know, it's, it's different. Like, I don't even talk to them now. And it's been like seven years at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And I don't have any feeling about it. No, <laughs> you know no. what I mean? It's like, you know, I wish you well. I don't have any hate in my heart for him. But it's at the same time, it's like, I'm, like you said, your chosen family, like the people that will ride for you, mm-hmm. regardless, like, I appreciate that more because yeah. you can't find that like anywhere. But for me, blood isn't thicker than water. It's definitely I, I just not. I, I don't feel like that. And just to add on to it, so the man that raised me, mm-hmm. obviously that's Eddie. Yes, come on, that's Eddie. Oh, that's uh, mm-hmm. I would fucking kill for this old man. Like I love him so deeply you have no earthly idea mm-hmm. and again like no no blood he just decided to fucking stay so when I lost my mom I was like two seconds from like going into foster care and he was just like they were together right they were married they they were separate well they were divorced when I came along or when when, when she passed I'm sorry they were divorced by the time she had passed okay. but they were still good friends okay um and he I, again I still know knew him to be my dad like gotcha I still knew him to be my dad he was always around like very like present father whatever um so that whole family that I just talked about not one fucking person like wanted me mm. and I was 11 I'm okay, sure I was 11. I, okay I was either 
10, 11, or 12. It's all kind of a blur now, y'all. But somewhere in that range, 10, 11, or 12. I'm pretty sure I was 11. And um, no one fucking wanted me. Mm. Like, literally, that statement. No one fucking wanted me. And that makes sense why you don't fool with them. So why in the whole fuck would I ever bring my children around, try to have a relationship with y'all? Especially when it, I, by no, okay, let me <laughs> I do hold a grudge. I am good for holding a grudge. I'm working on myself, y'all. It's you hold grudges? Oh, bitch. I hold grudges to my soul. Jesus. Like, girl, I, I like, know. you stepped on my toe in first grade and you didn't say sorry. <laughs> Fuck you and your kids. <laughs> like, no. Like, I hold, oh, bitch, I hold grudges. I know that. But I hold grudges for people who don't accept responsibility. So had any one of my family members came forward and said, it could have been anything. Because I don't know the ins and outs. They could have just not financially been able to take me on they could it could have been a multitude of reasons but not one person has ever like damn is Jana alive dead like is she good like damn. like I did not it was like my mom died I remember her funeral and they were all there obviously and I did not see or talk to them again for the rest of my life apart from my cousins that have now found me on social media and that's it and the only reason one of my cousins and I have like bit like baby steps of like trying to salvage some type of relationship we were the only true athletes and she recently well not recently now but at the time uh she came out as gay and she's now married to her wife mm-hmm. who me and her are friends on social media and i fucking love her more than my damn cousin but um anyways she became the black sheep because it's a very conservative, traditional mm. Anglo-Saxon ass family. And you're not going to get married to a man and have babies and be fucking barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. You got a whole wife. What? Like what the fuck? So, and now she's like tatted and this, that, and that. And she's wildly successful. Like I don't discredit anything of any of them. Like mm-hmm. they have all chosen their own paths mm-hmm. and they're doing very well in life. Um, so by no means does my family have any, it's the audacity to just be like ashamed or anything like that. Like they're very stuck in the past and just Mm. a hot mess express, but it, that's the only reason I feel like she even came to me was solely because of, you can relate. Yes. Now that I cut your silly ass off and you out here like, oh, so Jana wasn't crazy. So Jana wasn't just being... You know what? You that comment about the black sheep. Like I am the black sheep of my family, mm-hmm. and at first it was very like I didn't realize there was a term yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Why am I getting treated so differently? Like why? Like this is weird." And when I moved down here and just immersed myself, like finally let myself be immersed in Dietrich's family yeah. and his friends and stuff like that, and just the culture down here. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "They the ones that's fucking weird. Like y'all the ones that got." You know, yes. six up gas. Yes, like, yes. And it was crazy. It's like you go a lifetime, like your childhood of like feeling like you're different and you don't really know why yeah. and why am I getting treated differently? This is weird. And then like when you finally like find yourself coming to your own, mm-hmm. get around like people, like you said, your chosen family and mm-hmm. friends and stuff like that. It's like, so I went through all this shit for years and felt like, a fucking weirdo yeah and y'all are the ones that are fucking weird yeah like that i i, I like it here i like being a black yeah. Sheep yeah i mean now mm-hmm. it's like it, it's yeah. yeah i feel like i'm doing a lot better than a lot of the people that i would that made me feel like that like yes. i'll talk to people and they're like oh so and so and i'm like mm. <laughs> 
that's unfortunate. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not even just like material things or whatever like that. It's just like the way, like character flaws yes. and the way people act. And it's yes. like, yeah, like, I don't know why I was trying to fit in with y'all and trying to be on that level because y'all are on some bullshit. Yes. So yes. being mixed, you talked about like just the misconceptions and everything like that. But mm-hmm. how is this like impacted your life as far as like, dating I know you talked about work mm-hmm. and stuff like that but school parenting like you know even with your kids um so I'll start with like personally first okay um it is very difficult to not like hate half of yourself mm. when you see how like white people are I guess just like the 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 masses of them. Mm-hmm. I have some close friends and they're younger than me. Mm-hmm. And um, I sent recently, I sent a post to them, like we're in a little group message or whatever. Uh-huh. And I sent them a post about, uh, what was it? it? It was about this group I'm in on Facebook. And someone said, how often do you bathe your kid? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. How often do you bathe your child? Mm-hmm. And like the comments y'all sent me the glory. <laughs> because baby the answer was not every day let's be clear the answer wasn't even every other day like it was some outrageous answers on mm-hmm. this on this post right mm-hmm. and I'm like screenshot and I say y'all y'all want y'all to laugh for the day right and I it's just all in good fun like just being funny like y'all I just cannot mind you none of them have kids they're babies like they're young right so I sent them this post with the comments and stuff and instantly it was like, oh, yeah, that's white people. And, like, it just took a left turn to them essentially just making fun of white people, basically, right? Okay. And none of them are mixed. Mm. <laughs> They're all black mm-hmm. <laughs> because predominantly most of my friends are. Right. Um, and I wasn't even, like, going that way. I'm not going to sit here and tell you there ain't never been a time where there was a post that I sent that was more specifically to see that some white people shit. <laughs> now, I'm not going to sit here and say that. This just was genuinely, if you, because honestly, if I'm being honest, predominantly, yes, it was assumed to be white people posting because you could like see their little profile pics. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't solely white people. It was all walks of life on right. this post, um, which was even more just, it was more just genuinely what they were saying about not bathing these damn kids. Like, be like, shit. But I was like, kids are fucking gross, y'all. Like, fuck. What? Once a week? What? Like, oh, crazy shit. What's a week? Girl, I'm going to show you this post when we're done. Because it's really insane. That's on that Ashton Kutcher stuff. Girl. By that time? When that came? This okay. was like last week, bitch. Oh, Girl, my. like, I just cannot. And anyway, but it makes you... And I, I know the thing is, they just see me as a black woman. Mm. They very rarely, they very rarely see me that light unless I do something that really is just like, bitch, what's your white ass? Like, oh, white. Yes, I have a cat. <laughs> and these hoes were like, girl, black women don't have cats. I'm like, bitch, what? Like, what the? I like, do, what? I do have a friend. I have a really good friend that she does have like two cats. And I'm like, and she's black and I'm like it's just what? so funny because that's like the weirdest thing sometimes but anyways so it just really that was just a funny example but with everything that's going on in the world and all that it's 
very much, especially like there was recent. Well, when I say recently, it's probably about a year ago now. There was a protest in Houston. It was a pretty big one. Um, it's very much like pick a side, and I'm literally like I'm fucking literally fifty fifty. Like pers- like myself, like me as a person is fifty. Yeah, so that's like, like internal conflict. I'm yeah. just like what? Like I, it's it's just crazy because I'm not fucking racist. Like, and I'm also not the person that's like, I have black friends. No, I identify more as a black woman. Right. Like, I I associate myself that way. I check the African-American box. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I associate myself with. That's what I, like, identify as, as a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but saying that, it's almost like you're lying to yourself sometimes when, kind of when you say that, or whenever... People are just like going in on white people and it's like, yeah, what those motherfuckers are doing are wrong, 100%. And I'll call a spade a spade, yes. It's just when they generalize everything. So it's like, I hate all white people. Baby, look, you don't fucking hate me. I'm lit as fuck and I'm half white. So don't do that. And that's true. That part. That is so true because I think like for me, like sometimes if I see some of these movies, what movies are watching? These movies about like old... um, it's it's a show they have a new show now on abc called women in the movement yes okay and it's about the emmett till yes 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 so we me and my husband watched the first two episodes and i was damn near in tears because it's like i I have and i'm let me say this they do show you know the pictures you can google up emmett till right in his body yes they do in the show show um you know a makeup rise body of it so okay. i'm really glad that they actually showed it because yeah. i feel like it's really important it is but it brought tears to my eyes because i have two sons yes and i'm like my youngest son is three months and my son is is my other son is six so they're still quite small and so i haven't even had to have the conversation about being black and you know you're different and you have to do this and it was a, a scene set um about where uh, Mamie Till had basically told her son when he was going to uh, Mississippi uh-huh. that, hey, what do you do when you see a white woman or a white man in the street? And she, and he said, okay, well, you're supposed to move off the street. So imagine mm-hmm. walking on the street and you see a white person and you immediately have to move and walk on, on the street, not on the curb. Yeah. And it broke my heart because I was like, I can't imagine living like that. Right. Right. Like putting, making myself small because of the color of my skin. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just like it just it was it was a lot yes. you know what I mean it was mm-hmm. a lot it was just like oh my gosh like you know I, I really have to protect my kids and then you know I have a daughter and stuff like that so it I will say this after I watched that it did make me feel like okay wait a minute I need to be on like a white people cleanse uh-huh. for a day okay. right uh-huh. because it was like even though I know this isn't all white people, I work with, you know, Caucasian white people and stuff like that. And they are cool and everything like that. Like I w- we've even had some of the racial talks about George Floyd and just yeah. all this other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It just makes you feel like, okay, wait, I just need to like, gather my thoughts, mm-hmm. right? So I, I won't sit up here and say, you know, hey, like I can't stand white people. I would just say like, if I watch something like that, mm-hmm. I'll kind of be like, I just need a, a moment to gather my thoughts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Cause it does make you feel a way, even yes, though you know yes. that this was, it's you like know, you watch, did you watch Roots in high school? I did. And it was <laughs> Yes. And the hallways were split. Like, do you, yes. Do you me? Imagine just being like, so how you split yourself? Like that's what you feel that way. It's, it's like an internal conflict. Damn. It's like, yes. how do you, how do you sit up here and you're on both sides of the fence? Like you see that, you know, 
Mm-hmm. One side is like doing some outrageous shit mm-hmm. and the other side is reacting to that outrageous shit. Where do you fall? Right. Because you look like the person that should be reacting to the shit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but then like, if you even still dealt with your, you know, white side, like now you're the one out here protesting. Yeah. And it's like, why are you protesting that? Your, your mom was, was one of us. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's like just one of those things that it's just very like, how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you deal with that for sure? Mm-hmm. So, how do you deal with being mixed in a dating scene? I have never, and I will also like to say that I don't think I ever will, just from a preference. Mm-hmm. I only date black men. Now they like a mixed black. That's man. that's a preference because oh, the way you were raised or who you were raised around. I do not feel like any other race ethnicity would ever be able to I don't know if I want to say understand maybe relate maybe relate is a better word handle you uh and I like that's just that's just what I want and it's just something of and mind you the man that raised me is Hispanic yeah like it wasn't like I grew up with like a strong black male figure and it's like okay you know how like they say like girls will grow up to marry their dad and that kind of shit like Okay. <laughs> and that's who that's who you got your name from, right? Yeah. Uh yes. Um so I it is just something about just a strong black man like leading the household and like being just that person. Mm-hmm. And that is like just what I want. But that's just genuinely, like, the type of person that I just want to be with and just what I envision. I've never, I won't even, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've never seen another race that I thought to be attractive, Mm -hmm. but that's Radiance. Just that. Just physically. Like, I'll just look at him and just, well, he cute, girl. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all. I could just not, like I said, I could do a man that's mixed as long as he was mixed with black like I just identify with that so much I could never what what if he was what if he was mixed and he was raised by his Caucasian side of the family so he identified as being white mm-hmm. would you be able to date him no okay. okay I don't even think it would especially now as I'm older mm-hmm. and it's a blessing and a curse that I'm as old as I am and single and been single for so long mm-hmm. because I'm so comfortable and easy with being like, uh, no, this ain't it. This ain't what I want. Like, that, I'm like so, yes. Like, I'm okay. so comfortable with that. It took me a very long time. A lot of times I would like stick it out mm-hmm. or like, I mean, this, maybe it'll get better. Or maybe like, you know, what I mean? granted, I haven't been in any type of just like true blessing uh, that I've never been in like a true, like real life, like toxic situation. Like mm-hmm. I've never been like abused or like none of my relationships have ever been like that. Um, the most ever anything was just cheating on like basic shit. So <laughs> nothing crazy. Um, but it is just, just the depiction of just like a strong black man. Like I just love it. And I tell honestly, Dietrich and Mal, I talk to them the most frequently, mm-hmm. but, um, Whenever, like, I tell you all the time, like, how Deidre's her husband, for y'all who don't know. Yeah. And how he's, like, the way he is with the kids and stuff. Even when I am, like, 
I can go on one. I can go off on a tangent and your girl will be a hundred miles a minute. So I'll like talk to him and he's just like, has this like calming, just like, he is like, just like this presence. And I'm just like, okay, so obviously like I need to relax because I'm just fucking top right now. He's just like, well, Jana, like did it or whatever. Even if he's fucking retarded as fuck, <laughs> even like what he's saying, like is just so far left field. Like he's still, if nothing else has like calmed me down, like brought me back to like rationality. Cause at this point I'm like, in La La Land, like I'm yeah. too far gone. Usually, when I'm like on that point, yeah. And then like Mal in his his like area of expertise for me, anytime we'll like go somewhere, he's like the person to like. So let's just say, so him and I have taken a lot of trips together. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to Puerto Rico and we went on this like catamaran or whatever, and it was like a scuba excursion type of thing or whatever. And just like being the man to go up to the um like the, the guy, the instructor guy, or whatever, the captain, and like handle it all. Something as basic yeah. as that. Yeah. I am, I have been the head of my household since I was 17 years old. Mm. And I want to relinquish that title. Yeah. And I feel like I would only be able to like truly submit and give that to someone. I just, in my head, have a black man mm. is okay. the person. So that's what you, that's what you think of like, you're the person that you're going to be with, like, it's going to be a black man. Yes. Okay. Because I didn't think that. No? <laughs> I, remember, I remember telling my friend, um, I have a really good friend I've been knowing since the seventh grade. And I remember on my 24th birthday, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of dating black men. I'm going to date, I'm going to get me a white man and have mixed kids and I'm going to have three kids. Right. Mm-hmm. At the time she had, I think she just had her second son and her um partner is mixed okay and she's black and her partner looks uh very fair-skinned so you kind of wouldn't know if he's like you would kind of like oh maybe he's white like you know whatever Mm -hmm. and she just laughed and so the only thing that came true is that I have three kids okay right Uh and then Dietrich is yellow and my kids are yellow Uh right Uh but it's so funny because I just knew like in my head like I never think I was going to be married I thought I was going to be a baby mama oh come on baby mama I did Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to have, you know, mixed kids. Mm-hmm. Like I really did. Yeah. And so it's funny now that like I'm married and I've been married for going on 10 years this year. And mm-hmm. it's like, he's not white. He's, no. he's black. He's, mm-hmm. you know, tall, light-skinned yes. and, and black. Yes. Right? Can but he, yes, he definitely mm-hmm. can cook. Mm-hmm. He definitely can cook. But I mean, it's, it's funny that you have that. And when I say funny, I mean like ironic. Yeah. That you have that like vision in your head, like it's going to be a black man because that that's, you know, that's, yeah. that's what you want and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So how does that being mixed, like impact your kids? Cause now your kids are mixed, like even yes. with like mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So my oldest, let me tell y'all, she is a little radical. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> if the black Panther party was having applications Y'all, she be in line. Like she, she grew up, she's 16. She'll be 17 in July. She grew up in a time where this has always been happening, like the police brutality and stuff like that, but it has never been publicized on the scale it has been in like the last like seven years. Mm -hmm. And it's so in your face. She like hates white people. Oh my gosh. Okay. And does not at all resonate with that side. 
At all. No. Not at all. And she just like she'll watch like she just watched what movie did she watch? Um something with Michael B. Jordan. Like a letter to Jordan. Oh, I haven't watched that. I heard Is that what it's called, right? Yeah. Okay. Um I guess there's some 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 racial issues in it mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. And like she comes home and she's telling me about this movie and like <laughs> She'll just tell me about like the good parts and then the sad parts and, da, 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 and then it gets to like that racial injustice part and like my girl is hot and it's I'm I'm laughing now it's not funny it's funny in the sense that she's just like would not her to fly let's be clear like she's no but like listening to how passionate she is when she talks about and stuff and she's in high school and now she takes an African American studies class and like she texts me all this stuff all the time like did you know da, 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 da. I'm like. Yeah, I knew it. And she wants to go to HBCU. Like, she is rooting for everything Black, okay? Let me tell you. Like, 100% to her core. And she don't get that from me. Right. (laughs) And that's why, like, when her and I talk about her going to HBCU, like, I want her to go to one so bad. I want her to get the most Blackity, Black, Black, Black experience this girl can get. I want her to meet those people that have lived these lives. Like, I want her to just be immersed in Black culture. And I can't give her that because I was not immersed in it. I don't live it because I only live, like, what I know to be my truth as a Black woman. Like, uh, I'm sure... Some would honestly, like, probably call me, like, whitewashed because of how I, like, live my life. Because mm-hmm. it's such a, it's just such, like, a blended melting pot of, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. what I am or whatever. So, they, she doesn't get that experience that she wants. And all her friends are Black, and most of them have got that experience. So, I'm sure they have conversations, and it's like, uh, yeah, no, I don't know that, or I don't get that, or, like, whatever the case is. So, for her, that is, like, a... I just want her to go off and experience it because I know I can't give that to her and I know she right. needs that. Does she get does she get um asked if she's mixed? Because she's 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 yellow. Yes, she's 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 pale. But uh, does she get like this actually, is that something like that people come up to her and say? I actually don't know. And if so, I guess she just takes it with a grain of salt. She's never told me of like a bad experience. Okay. So okay. I honestly don't, I'm not sure. And then, like, for my youngest, so my issue with her that I am currently struggling with, I guess, if you will, she's at the age which all Black women with kids, especially girls, are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so first is her hair. Mm-hmm. She wants straight blonde hair. That's what she wants. She wants hair oh. that she can wear. Like, she's big. I have every hair book known to man she's a little bookworm like she'll read all day and night if I let her and I have every book that I could ever find about being enough and like self-worth and everything like on her level and stuff Mm -hmm. like she struggles with I want to look like that like I want to look like that okay and is it um, is she like at a point that it's just the hair or she's like I want to be white so skin wise I haven't heard anything it's okay predominantly hair and I think as like it just breaks my heart to say it, but I think she thinks she's fat, mm. and it's just she's not even like from like going to the doctor. Like she's not even in like the eighty nothing percent. Like she's she like average a, with everything, right? But she sees a difference, but and she, I've noticed that with with my daughter too. Um, she has eczema. And she's very already very self conscious, like to the point where it'll be hot outside. She wants to wear tights. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, if she puts on lotion, like you know, I, I'm 
of the the generation of lotion mixed with Vaseline. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't like doing that because it makes my skin shiny and I feel like people are going to look at me. Oh, okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, She's, she even asked, she told her dad that she wanted to, she was feeling like she had a unibrow. Okay. And she's like, well, can we take this off? Because I feel like I'm having a unibrow. And I was like, when she said she was seven. Girl. And I was like, how do you already know that? And <laughs> right. Dietrich is literally coming to me like, well, Lacey, can you? I'm like, Dietrich, even if I go and get like one of those little like razor think, little yeah. things mm-hmm. or whatever like that, like it's going to grow back 10 times as fast. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be responsible for keeping up with adding that to like the regimen now yes. that you have to like do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's crazy that they're at that age. And they see that kind of stuff. And it's like, they're already self-conscious. Like, I knew this was going to be an issue, but I thought it was going to be an issue at like 12. Yeah. Not seven and eight. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Yes. And does she like, does she know that you're mixed? Like, could so, she identify with that? I mean, can she say like, my mom's mixed or does that even I actually don't think she knows that. And like the other day I was in the car and I was talking to my good friend Kayla and I said something. I was like, my sister and Journey was in the background or the back seat, rather, excuse me. And she like perked up and was like, you have a sister? And I Damn. fucking froze. I oh, yeah. fucking panicked. Like, I've never told her about her. She met her when she was a baby baby. Right. But not in any year she can remember. And she's probably like, ooh, like I want to meet her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very much like a fuck. Okay, how right. are we going to, well, we gonna, how are we going to spin this, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a real, it was a real conversation. Because I'm just not ready to have that conversation with her. When yeah. she gets a little older, I 100% will. And as far as just like me being mixed, the only thing maybe that I can see is she sees my dad or like what she knows to be my dad or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's Hispanic. Um, but low key, we're like the same color. Y'all was going to say. Like- so she might not be able to put two and two together. <laughs> Y'all I'm going to be honest. Like she knows the difference between ethnicities. Um, I have a roommate and a very close friend and she's white. Um, so even honestly, even that, that's kind of hindered in the sense she wants hair like her. Like mm. she has super long blonde hair, blue eyes. Like she wants hair like that. Like she just, you know what I mean? And it's and just because like, it's straight? Is that what it I is? I think it is the, um, what do I want to say? Not the, the versatility of it, but like you can brush it out the door and you're ready to go. It's not that ain't that's not for us. <laughs> I'm not a brush I mean, even, out the door. Even if you like my hair is straight right now, like even if you like, oh yeah, like I want my hair like Lacey's, like it took me four <laughs> hours to get this. Um, a wash, a blow dry, girl. a flat iron. I gotta wrap it, mm-hmm. right? And when you first flat iron, it's not just as fresh and crisp as yeah. you want it to be. So it's like a day pro- like so yeah, I I can understand that because that kind of goes back to my point before with Kennedy. I do not flat iron her hair a lot because I don't want her to start thinking that's the norm and yes. that's affiliated with being pretty. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So we do, her birthday was last month. I twisted her hair in a crown mm-hmm. and it was like two pigtails. Like mm-hmm. she's, it's, it's styles that we'll look up like Google or whatever like that mm-hmm. and do stuff like that. So that can, she can be pretty with straight hair or curly hair. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of makes sense though. Cause she may not even see it as I want to be white. Yeah. I just like that. She's able, like you said, just yes. able to brush it up and go. And it takes so much more mm-hmm. for me to get my hair done. I am interested. Like she's pretty fair skin too, but she's the darkest one mm-hmm. of me and my other daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and this previous summer, she went to summer camp at the Y, and baby, they swim like every day. My girl got crispy, okay? My girl was looking like it. a little Indian. And you know what? <laughs> that's something, 
just about being black. Like I remember being in the fourth grade and we still had like in our yearbook, we had black and white pictures. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. So this was 98. Right. Mm-hmm. So I specifically remember that summer, like the year before I started wearing glasses, but my vision wasn't as bad as it is now where I have to wear glasses or contacts all the time. So I could still get away and go play. Mm -hmm. So I would go play outside and I got dark. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. burnt, like dark. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I went and took these pictures. I had my little dookie braids now known as box braids, right? Mm -hmm. My little ponytail. I had this cute look. Like I remember loving this little dress, Mm -hmm. right? The pictures come out. And this was in color. And I looked so fucking dark. I cried. Oh, girl. I cried mm-hmm. because it was like, that's when like, it was, you know, well, Lacey's dark, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, okay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then the yearbook came out and you know, like when you get a yearbook, you go and sign everybody's stuff. And I look even more dark in a black and white picture. Mm-hmm. So I remember that next summer, this was the fourth grade, going into the next summer, mom's like, oh, like, because we stayed in apartments at the time. Yeah. Um, or no, we had just moved into a house at the time. And we had like little, you know, kids that you can go play with. And she's like, do you want to go play outside? I'm like, no. Yeah. And yeah. I literally remember like, that's kind of when I stopped like wanting to go outside and play and started kind of getting on the, you know, on the computer and playing like solitaire and AOL and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all because of the fact that I didn't like the way I looked and what people said. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, that's not even a conversation. Like I'm the darkest of my family, right? Mm-hmm. My, like I'm dark skin. My husband's light skin. Kennedy, she kind of goes in between mm-hmm. being light skin and kind of like a, a middle skin, but she's not as dark as me. And uh-huh. then Chase and, and, and Gray are like, my just, <laughs> yeah, they, they could probably pass for me, especially yeah. Gray. Uh-huh. And like, it's not a conversation that we even have. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like we don't even talk about, like that didn't even come up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's crazy that like, as time has gone on, like just the different shades of being black, being mixed, it's really not even discussed now. Like it's Mm -hmm. like, because like you said, it's a melting pot. I have nephews and nieces that are mixed, right? right? Like Mm -hmm. I have friends that are mixed and it just doesn't even come up like, oh, you're mixed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted to have this episode because I think I've kind of been ignorant to people being mixed and what they go through and stuff like that. And that kind of internal battle. Cause mm-hmm. I know sometimes I've made jokes, like you said before, Oh, that's some white people shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And even though it's funny, because at the same time I'll say, well, that's some black people shit. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Like I probably wouldn't say that around my white counterpart. I see. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't say that because it's like, they're going to get offended. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, I don't want to offend anybody. So it's all in good fun, but it's at the same time, it can be harmful. Mm-hmm. Right. And hurt someone's feelings. And that's not my intention, but yeah, it, it helps me to realize that to say, okay, well maybe I shouldn't say that or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So ending out today's episode, what do you feel like with being mixed talking about through dating, working, school, your kids, parenting, and things like that, do you feel like you have any disadvantages of being mixed? The only disadvantage that I feel like is just what I said earlier as far as um, too white for the Blacks and too Black for the whites. Mm -hmm. Sometimes finding your place. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I know the Black people listening can relate to your friends calling you white if you use fucking proper English like if you speak like you got some fucking I hate kids. that though like I hate, I hate when people do that like you're talking white what does that mean yeah that <laughs> that part so it's because that's how I was like raised to fucking talk and then when my ass tried to be like 
hip and cool and this and the third and then slang took over and don't get me wrong I still use some slang I'm not gonna sit here and just say like I'm just like British fucking English scholar Webster dictionary type shit like no but mm-hmm. um I would come home and I was like you know everybody go through that phase y'all oh Jesus take the wheel but yeah. um so I was very much like talking just out the side of my neck not even like disrespectful like that I just mean like literally the verbiage I was using right man my mom must have knocked the shit out of me like what the fuck was that like what the hell just came out of your mouth I don't even know what I said I just remember this fucking reach around this couch on my ass I remember that mm-hmm. and like it is just you just trying to figure out where you fit in like my like throwback all the way to like kindergarten the black kids accepted me yeah. The white ones didn't. Like, that's who would play with me at, at recess. Something as basic as that. Yeah. So that's who I gravitated towards. And mm-hmm. it just kind of went on through life. Even when I went to different schools and different, like, classes, and, you know, like, just meeting new people and stuff like that, um, that was who, like, gravitated towards me. Mm-hmm. And it's just carried on throughout life. And I can remember, like, I don't want to just, like, push therapy on anyone. You should. But if you have like a, a mixed child there is a true identity crisis that happens mm-hmm. because they either feel like they have to pick a side or they don't know how to like it's hard to navigate through that when you're already navigating through learning all these emotions mm-hmm. going through fucking puberty like you're going through all of this like it's a whole fucking lot to process on a fucking person whose frontal fucking lobe isn't even closed all the way like you are asking them to do a lot and there is no fucking especially if the parents aren't biracial themselves like that's a whole lot to ask to someone and just trying to navigate through all those fucking waters like that shit is fucking hard and you almost feel like wrong sometimes in like your selecting process or whatever and then you feel just I guess uneasy is better than wrong like you just kind of don't you're just confused as fuck especially when you're already like you don't know who you are as a person yet these are like adolescent years right and like high school and it's just like a whole lot of a whole lot of and that part is probably the most like there's it's just an added thing that people that are one race don't necessarily have right that's something else that just one more thing we have to dissect through and already a sea of shit that you have to like growing pains of right and Um, I, I just feel like that's something that like you going through is not anything that's going to be like you have to find the right table to be at if you will Mm -hmm. to navigate through that Mm -hmm. right because you don't like I can't really relate with that Mm -hmm. right because I can go somewhere and like yeah I may be around some white people they're like oh you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but that's pretty much it right Mm -hmm. you may go somewhere and let's just say that you did still have your mom around and stuff like that like how like how would that be for people that you know are mixed that have a white parent and they see this darker child like are they going to be judged just off of that like oh we know you fuck with a black man you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it's 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 so many layers to it it's like so many layers so Mm -hmm. I really want to thank you Jana for doing this episode because I feel like I've learned a lot and I'm still Mm going to kind of research a little bit more because it's opened my eyes to just different things that people deal with Mm -hmm. so I definitely appreciate you coming on onto the dotted line today and kind of sharing your story and expertise with us so so much fun yeah so I appreciate it thank y'all for listening and y'all check out another episode of the dotted line yay